Hey, it's Danny, Vicky, Joe, and Sarah. You may know us from the BJ and Mig show. Yep, and if you love the show, we got something exciting for you. It's the show after the show podcast. Here it is, our podcast where we talk about, well, everything. A new one every week at KISW.com under podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on the Odyssey app, KISW.com, or wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy! This is an intro to a podcast. But not just any podcast. It's not during or before. This is the podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Show After the Show podcast, episode number six. I am Usera, and next to me is the beautiful Vicky B. Aw, hi. The okay beautiful Danny B. Beautiful <laughs> Danny B. Thank you. Hi, how's it going? And the great Jojini. Hello. Now, I am very excited for this episode because a few episodes back, we discussed our, our little selves an audio of our little selves that we all tried to find eventually. It took us a few weeks, but I hear that we have some. We're finally going to get to hear our childhood selves. Yes. And Danny V playing his first band. Oh, God. Yes, I, I asked because I had forgotten how this all came up. And um, Danny V told me that when Joey and him hang out together... They sometimes go down memory lane, and I guess Joey D has asked Danny to play, old, to play his first band. Yeah, I mean it was. Which so- make? Can I just add really quick? Very strange you guys do this just on a random Friday night, okay. probably sipping on some White Claws. D- Joey being like, I'd like to see what Danny was like when he was younger. So you have to understand, a nice whiskey goes good with a nice Danny V 16-year-old band. Okay. I'm really glad the way you phrased that, because I thought it was going to be a nice whiskey goes a long way with a 16-year-old Danny. <laughs> I think either, I mean, I mean, I don't think that was wrong. Yeah, either way he phrased it, I was like, no, Joe, no, shush, shush, don't, yeah. don't keep going. But this happened when you guys were all hanging out. Well, ish. I mean, it's it's happened a couple of times, but the, the oh. kind of the way that, that happened was like, it happened happened one night and correct me if i'm wrong joe i because i like to play guitar just when joe and i are hanging out so a lot of times and especially since uh joe started playing the bass we'll start you know we'll jam out we'll hit a slap of the bass i'll play some guitar does he actually do a slap of the bass he's doing good he's even i mean last time we played he was actually i was teaching him how to play guitar last time we hung out actually but a lot of times what it turns into is me just playing music on my Bluetooth speakers and then just playing along and Joe trying to figure out the chords and whatnot. Trying. So a couple of times I we ended up playing and then there was one time where I was like, oh, Joe, this is my old band. And then Joe was like, oh, I wish you had video. And I was like, oh, I do have video. As a matter of fact, it's right here. I had video. My mom made me a DVD of my first band that I ever had when I was 14 years old. The band's name was New Car Smell. And yeah, uh, the first show that I ever played was at a church. Uh, a oh. church lock-in, actually. It was my church, Catholic church. We had a lock-in with for our youth group, and it was a bunch of... <laughs> the reason was there was a bunch of girls that were going to be there, and I was like, hey, my band can play. And they were like, you have a band? And I was like, oh my God. yes, we can. It does get the ladies, no matter what age, I guess. Oh, my God. It was so bad. We played, and it was just terrible. So, anyway, that was how Joe watched the DVD, and Joe was having a ball. 
Oh yeah, I was. It's incredible. Yeah, it's well, young Danny. Before before we play some of this, don't play it yet because I, I, I there's more to it. But go ahead. Oh okay, I was gonna ask Joey to to put this whole performance maybe into three words. It just bring oh three words. Yes, mm. and you can be mean. You Awkward don't... high school moments. <laughs> Because it is, you can tell how nervous Danny is to play the guitar. Well, he has the honeys there. I get it. But like, yeah. I'm also super jealous because they're all just there to watch Danny play. <laughs> well, and his band, of course. Well, they had to lock him in so they couldn't really get so out. they had nowhere to go. <laughs> Everyone was just awkwardly there. Want to yeah. listen to my band? Dude, it was, so, I mean, it was, it was really bad. We didn't really have, a t- like, our drummer played the same beat through every single song that we it was just terrible but that was our first band and we did actually record some music so when we were driving back from portland at, when joe was hung over um <laughs> uh this past trip that we've talked about before uh i was playing we again just had my my um itunes on shuffle and new car smell came up and he <laughs> he first heard the recording because i unfortunately i couldn't get the actual record it, there was really not a lot of noise that you could get recording from except for me just being like hey guys we're new car smell enjoy <laughs> like that that's literally all i said and then we just played terrible music on that first show yeah but we actually did record and at the time i thought it was good so the car the band's name was new car smell and the the song that he's about to play for you is called Two Cent Short. And again, Joe was having the greatest time listening to this song. That's my voice. That's that's me. Oh my god. You got it. <laughs> Pure poetry. That was um that was something. That was epic. That was a song. That kind was of. yes, new car smell. Damn. Old car smell. Damn. <laughs> it's funny because the way that you so everyone picks out and this is the part that Joe picked out too in that song is when I'd say the yeah part. And it was <laughs> and I'll never forget this. I was 15 years old recording this song because we started the band when I was 14. That was our first uh, performance. But then, you know, we recorded when we were 15. And I'll never forget, we were recording in my friend's apartment. And he's listening. He's there recording us. We had a bunch of friends there, like three or four girls, probably the rest of the band. And I'm singing these songs. And I don't know if you guys know anything about recording. You record everything separately. So I'm recording the vocals by myself. (laughs) Which were amazing thank you yes. watch having Woo. everybody watch me and i'm sitting there and i go someday yeah and i just hear everyone start laughing at me and i was like oh, yeah. so i stop and i'm like what and he's like and i just remember ken the guy who recorded us he takes off his headphones and he just looks at me, he's like wait do you really say it that way sing it that way and i was like i mean yeah and he's like Dude, that's amazing. Do it again, like four times. And so I, yeah, yeah. And it got more like, <laughs> like emphasis every time I did it. And that was the final result. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we're going to top that. I mean, wow. that was incredible. No, it, well, it does get better. I mean, I think it gets better musically as we go through. The second song that I brought, go ahead, Sarah. Like even like vocally, it gets musically better? I, I mean, that's up to you guys nah. to decide. And are you playing any of the instruments or are you just singing? No, I play guitar too. Oh, you are playing so that guitar. Was, wow. that, was, I, that was me playing guitar and singing. That was, and again, you know, first band that I ever did. So, you know, be nice. The second band that I was in was called um, is called Falling from Nothing, and it's not me singing in this one. This one is just me playing guitar. So is our emo phase. Mm-hmm. It's darker. Your life is your emo phase. That's true. That's me singing back up and playing guitar. Okay. So that was my 16-year-old band. Oh, actually, okay. That was definitely a better jump from your 14-year-old <laughs> Big band. improvement. I, yes. And I don't know necessarily if it's the singing or the music, but, you know, maybe both. It's probably the singing. <laughs> I, I learned very early on that I couldn't be a lead singer, but that didn't stop me, guys. That did not stop me. That should me. never stop you. In college, I started a band called The Runaway Disaster, and this was... Our third song, is the, the song's name is Pop-Tarts. <laughs> there was a Pop-Tart incident when we were recording this song, and it came out. Anyway, it's a long story. Uh, but this is the third band. better actually hey thanks i i do, do you write the songs too yes or your whole band does you write them too no i wrote the lyrics for those ones wow uh, i think i think it was a collaborative collaborative effort for the for the last one um but yeah it was mostly just me writing a bunch of angsty music and the lyrics so emotional got somewhat better i i that was my favorite song that we ever recorded we had better songs we just never recorded them but uh yeah it got it got better i i still don't it, think that i'm a singer at all i love it though because you could hear how young you are yeah. at least in my head so it's like oh your voice definitely has changed a lot yeah eventually maybe i will try to get audio of from the dv i don't know how to convert audio from a dvd because i don't have i have like a cd-rom anymore right. <laughs> like it was just it, and at that point it was just like i'll just get these ones but the one from the, the actual show is is an interesting one because like joe said you can really 
literally hear how nervous I was. And that first man you car smell, it was like all the responsibility of booking shows, playing shows. It all fell on me. And so I was always in a pissed off mood. Oh, yeah. There's a great photo of me. And I've shared it a few times on my social media. It's me just like sitting by a locker. And I look so emo. But it was because I was so angry at how our show went that night. Like, I'm pretty sure I was like crying and everything. And it was just like, oh, that's that was me. I actually, I mean, I am curious. I think at some point, well, it would be awesome because you DJ Emo Night if you just like slid that in there maybe. <laughs> or like when we pre-party Emo or like, you know. Pre-party, if, I'll do a pre-party. When we pre-party, yeah. you're like, yo, like this band. You No, you shouldn't tell anyone <laughs> that it's you though. Oh, God. You'd be like, hey, I like, just came across this song. I'm going to play it. Like, what do you guys think? And see what, because that sounds like something that would be played at like emo night or something. You guys can do that when I'm not around because I don't want to hear the critiques. And then you can tell me the critiques. Doing it. I'd rather just hear it from Joe than from everyone at a party. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Everyone's be drunk and be like, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, right? It sounds very angsty and very something that we could all just like headbang to. Yeah. We played uh, over the course of my, my band years from when I started my first, like the first show that we played when I was 14 to the last show that I played when I was probably, I think the, uh, the Runaway Disaster broke up when I was about 22. I think I counted, we pay, played over 175 shows. Wow. What? And just in Albuquerque. We never toured or anything like wow. that. But, was that at like local bars? Oh yeah. Yeah. The launch pad was kind of like, that. that's kind of um, like an Elcor zone type or uh. Numos type of like venue here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you kind of aspire to be there. But like once you get in, in the track there, like, you know, with other bands and they realize that you're going to bring a crowd like they'll always and like when we were in high school i mean literally all we used to do was just print out flyers illegally of course in the library yep. and we'd print out flyers and we just go hand and paste them all over our El Dorado high school and literally just people and then we had other like dennis our lead singer in uh that second song that i played he went to a different high school. So it was like we got like two high schools and there was nothing else to do when we were 16. Yeah. It was like, let's just go to shows. And there was the New Mexico scene was actually pretty crazy. Did you have any groupies? Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I saw my first pair of boobies when I was 16. What? When you were performing? No, oh. after. It, we were we were loading and I remember this girl's like, hey. And we, it was me and Dennis. She's like, you want to see something? And we're like, what? And she just lifts up her shirt and it was like, and then I remember my friend John was with me and he goes, Oh my God, I'm going to go to every single Falling from Nothing show ever. And I was like, I don't even know who that girl was. Doesn't even matter their boobs. Yeah, okay. It was, it was fantastic. You're like, nice. I'm a rock star. <laughs> yeah, we're with a celebrity, I feel like. Joey I know. and Vicky. Wow. No, not at all. <laughs> no, okay. Have you heard of the singer the from New Car Smell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I've, I've tried. I've tried to convince the guys from from my old bands to like get together and do like a reunion show one day. It's always no. It's like Why? especially with like New Car Smell. Like uh, you guys have met my friend Chris before. He's uh, he lives in Denver, and every time I'm like, he's like, dude. I, I like to block out that part of my life. <laughs> you should like, send him all the recordings then. Uh, oh, I send them to him as often as I can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he still deletes them. So yeah, he doesn't listen to them. Well, I mean, you sounded amazing. You know, oh, kind of amazing in some of the parts. But <laughs> um, I actually found audio of myself singing as well. I have talked about it, and it was when I was, I believe, like the first time I was ever on the radio. It was mm. take your uh, daughter to work day so bj took me and my two friends Lindsay and jordan uh to a show and we sang my favorite song ever we get it guys don't worry. 
There we go. There you go. Take your daughter to work day. Uh, my advice to all of you groups out there that have these special um, days that you create. Uh, uh, Sarah, that's enough. Sarah, you're done. Thank you for coming, honey. All right. Big round of applause one more time for these guys. Oh, my God. BJ, BJ shutting me up like normal, right? Uh, I think I was about seven. I was going to say, this makes me think of when I hear videos that Steve posts of Tatum. Yeah. And she's three. Yeah. Like I thought, she, I thought you guys were younger. <laughs> yeah, three's about right. <laughs> no, we were listening to audio. We went down memory lane Aww. yesterday, but there was an audio of me when I was three singing, and I can't say any words, and it's just like blah, 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 blah. and then my husband comes upstairs, and I told him like, "Oh, that's when I was three. and he's like, "You couldn't speak when you were three? And I was like, "Is that not is that not normal?" Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say anything when I was three. I was just jibber jabbing. I could say nothing. Yeah, Lily could say a few things. I mean, not full sentences necessarily, and it was very baby talk. Three word sentences, maybe. Yeah. Tops. Yeah, that's funny though. (laughs) J Rubs was shocked. He was like, "Babe, uh, are you okay?" And I was like, "I don't know what's when you're supposed to be able to say words or not." I think it depends on your environment because my. Friend's youngest daughter, she's got three. She was just talking up a storm at two, like full on sentences, but she's got two older siblings. So she had two kids always talking well, to her. Well, I had an older sibling. He apparently didn't help me do anything. Well, he didn't I want threw you. a book at you. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> to try to teach you to read. Oh, thanks. Words. thanks. So, it did not work. Like, there's a video of me when I was like two or three just speaking full sentences in Spanish because I was around adults all the time talking to me. Oh, aren't you fancy? I know, but then. Ask me about my Spanish now. <laughs> Apparently not great, according to my cousins. Well, the music talents did not stop with oh, me God. in the family. Oh. We have record now, y'all. If you thought my singing was bad, we have recording of the great Jojini um, playing the trumpet. All right, Joe, give us a little ha, whatever you can play. Joe on the trumpet, ladies and gentlemen. We'll find out what you play. Hot cross buns. All right, here you go, Joe. Oh, jingle bells for the holidays, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, ah, ah. Hey, quick, come on. Hurry up. Just go ahead, go. Ladies, Joe and Joe's a belly. Oh. Yeah, let's hear it for Joey. Thank you very much, Joey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, great, Joe. Actually, I would like to. I'd like to clarify that was uh, audio of Joe after emo nights. Every time I did, he did a good job. <laughs> I was gonna say, I guess, like no. us speaking, we can't really do because you know two words. I think the audience more than I played the trumpet. Yeah, you did. And the audience didn't clap for you, so 
I don't know why you were thanking them. Dad didn't even try to say it was good. He was like, and that was my son. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, that was, yeah, when Joey played the trumpet, ooh, it was horrible. I mean. He tried. Yeah, he's trying to on bass as well. I was going to say, Danny, do you (laughs) want Joey in a band of yours at all playing anything after that? Ah, no. (laughs) Hey, I've come a long way in my later years. Uh, Maybe. Maybe you can try singing, Joe. Mm. Oh, mm. I would actually enjoy hearing Joe try to sing. Yeah, yeah. We should. Uh, we should do some karaoke soon. I'm very tone deaf. It's gonna be bad. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna. You're gonna laugh. Kind of like BJ, sorta. Yeah, but I'll try. <laughs> okay. What about my English accent? Oh, that <laughs> we are about to hear because I guess Joey just loves accents back in the day. What? Uh, first off, we'll start with uh, Joey. And Joey, do you have any words for the for the fans? Give me your microphone. Thank you. Okay. Well, yes, my name is Joey, and uh, yes, I am Daddy. Yes, actually, do you know my father? Actually, I look, I was just like like him when he was a baby. Or should I say, ten or eleven? Okay. Well, anyways, now, well, I'm twelve now, and I guess middle school is one huge step for me. Um, plenty more homework, and uh, any of you fifth graders out there, wash out. Now, anyways, um, I'm still one of those computer geeks right now. I'm the Shocking. one who really likes computers, though I'm not the smartest person in the world. And he, yeah, and oh I guess you could average that I spend a good oh hour or two on the computer at least every day. Anyways, I'm still one of those person people who take after my dad and his shows that, you know, he watches like Farscape uh, slash slash that has been off for about a week month now, and yeah, this is this You're is so uh, heavy. Voyager Star Trek Voyager last impressed. year, unfortunately, for the thing. The final season is you might say it. I guess I'm. Shut up, I'll take as much time as I like. Thank you very much, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> telling BJ to shut up at 12. <laughs> there was so much going on in that clip. I have no idea what was happening. Uh, my ther- therapist has a lot to unpack. Yeah. You should have, like, he should have had you on the show weekly back then, and just like, this is the movie report, with, or this is the what is BJ watching report with Joey D's. And then BJ just yelling at you, okay, wrap it up, okay. <laughs> shut up, and thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. So did uh, I got to ask this because this came up on the show today. Did uh, Joey's uh, British accent, English accent, turn you on as much as uh, our caller today? <laughs> oh Vicky? yeah, Vicky um, loves the accent. <laughs> well, let's see. Can you do it an, like an adult version of yeah. you doing it now? Oh my god, on now. the spot. Okay, British. I got to think. Um, no, I cannot do one. I think I'd be bad. I'm trying to. What is what is it? Hello, I'm the doctor now, Vicky. Here's my sonic screwdriver. Okay, I will say. Sahara Desert. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. You know, I, feel I think like I'll give you some time to practice, there, buddy. I think that I, I did like your your delivery of different things there. Um, I think that you just kind of ranted on about everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you sure did. Uh, you were getting all types of distracted, but I. Um, it, I feel like I'm a very sweet person, and oh. I have been my entire <laughs> life. Sure. But this clip might um, say something different. Uh, and last but surely not least, everybody, our nine-year-old little nutcake. I mean, I mean, I mean uh, well, eight, soon to be nine. Here she is, Sarah. Get out of here, Joe. Caution, caution. Major singing coming up. Caution! Ah! 
Hello, my name is Sarah, and uh, I love to sing, and my brother is very pathetic, <laughs> and um, um, Sounds about right. <laughs> I'm so lucky because I barely get any homework. I have a nice teacher, an interesting dad, a lovely mom, a beautiful dog, and a sweet little daughter that's me. <laughs> and a pathetic brother, as I said in the beginning. <laughs> Keeping it real. Nothing has changed. Nope. You know what? I, I just hear listening to that, and I just want to punch myself in the face. Lily talks exactly like I was you. Say. Oh my god, that is insane! How how much they sound alike. Oh, and we're no. the same age, right? I was nine in that. Clip, yeah, yeah. Lily's nine. That now. is hysterical. Because when I said, "and I am the best," or what I like, thought of Lily too. I was like, <laughs> she would say that as well, and like do a little hair flip. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, this That's is your so future, funny. Danny. Oh, god dang it! Here yeah, we, go. we don't really grow out of it. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny. Oh, okay. Except Joey, I don't think I would use the word pathetic anymore. Anymore. Thank you. That seems a little No, she would use lame. That is yeah. her favorite oh, word. Oh, lame for sure, but pathetic seems a little rude. Thanks. You're welcome. Backhanded compliments are my favorite. <laughs> oh, man. It was crazy like to listen back to that, though, and how we're still so much how we are or how we were then. Isn't oh, that weird? Yeah. Like, Danny, like, you still, like sing and band thing and groupies and boobs and <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty Joe, much my life thanks yeah. Sarah <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and boobs still a nerd and shows and computer I, and pathetic I do oh, wow I do want to know what you meant by uh, look out there fifth graders Oh, because I had just gone from fifth grade to sixth grade into middle school. Oh, I got you. All of this, the homework. What'd you think he meant? I couldn't. I didn't understand what he said. So so I was was trying to understand what he... I thought he was like... For some reason, I thought he was saying he was going into fifth grade and he was saying, like, look out to the fifth grade girls. But that's not what he was saying at all. Look out, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe you thought that he was in sixth grade, but now he's trying to mack on the fifth grade. That's what I was thinking. Jeez, thanks. (laughs) No, it was very, very PG for Joe. I heard that you guys have tons of audio from when you're kids, too. Oh, man. I mean, we talk about going blast from the past, like, all yesterday afternoon. And BJ Mm -hmm. brought out this whole, like, boxy hat full of cassettes and to my surprise he had a cassette player still (laughs) so he was playing all of his old like Mm. you know i mean air 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 checks and like everything it was it was so trippy and like this is this college radio station and this was like 40 years ago and this is when i was did like hits and i was like wow he really went down down memory lane (laughs) it is funny like too i was going to comment on that just hearing like it's fun hearing you guys but it's also fun hearing bj that young too right because he doesn't sound the same at all which is crazy because he was probably around i mean i I don't even know 30s i mean i would imagine so but it's the it's funny thing about that now like for us because like we're all on the radio now and to like listen to like i think I don't, I mean, obviously our voices are going to change, but like by the time in 30 years, like what are we going to listen back to ourselves now and be like, oh my God, what were we? Right. We sound so young. Yeah, we sound so young. Hello, Daniel. So so he he sounds so nasally. That's what he sounds. He kind of reminds me of Jerry Seinfeld. Like he really, in some Ah. of the clips, I was like, wow, that sounds like that guy. He's that guy. He talked really fast. 
Yeah. I, I think mean, that's part of it. He still says stuff he says nowadays, though. So I think it's funny. Or like yells, okay, wrap it up. Okay, Sarah, you're done. Like, yep, okay, yep. stop. Yeah, you can still hear the East Coast in him a little bit mm-hmm. in the yeah. accent. Even in us a little bit, you hear it. And then, of course, it's not there anymore because we ended up moving to the West Coast. No, but... it comes out very often with you, Joe. Yeah, with you, not me. No, Sarah, no, I don't hear it. Sarah sounds like a California girl. Thanks. Joe sounds like a little kid from like down the street Boston a lot of times. <laughs> Especially when he's had a few <laughs> drinks in him. Or like New York. There's, there's every time we play the the kid with uh, the fried chicken kid on the show. I like fried chicken. I, just, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I like fried chicken. It's I'm like, God damn it, that was little Joe. <laughs> or little Joe, Joe now. <laughs> Joe nowadays. Yeah, Joe now. I even called myself Shojini back then, apparently, as you well. Sure yeah. did. That was, that was cool. I, and it, to me, again, like I just have bad hearing, I guess, because I was like, why are you calling yourself Joe Beanie? It I was see- like Joe Beanie, but it's because I you know, can't. I can't talk. No, it's yeah, fair. Yeah, really. Marbles in your mouth. And Vicky, you couldn't find any audio of no, little Vicky. No, I could. I couldn't find a VCR that worked. Oh, ooh, VCR. Yeah, because all of the audio I have is on VCR from like little, little Vicky. No, like cassettes? Like they no. never like filmed it on a no. camcorder? Is that what they were called? Like, and <laughs> the only other, like, so I had, I was in a video class when I was in high school, a couple of video class, TV production, video production, and I found all my cassettes. I was at the thrift store for $10. I found a camera. I'm like, sweet. I can connect it to my TV, play it, all that fun stuff. None of the video saved on those Ooh, things because they are sucks. over 15 years old. Yeah. So they just like deleted maybe? Yeah. There's like, and I recorded, re-recorded something on it and it records, it holds, it stores stuff, but everything from 15 plus years ago is gone. Your parents are so old school. I'm surprised they still don't have a VCR player just to oh, like reminisce. Got, that's what I'm going to go dig up today. I have to go swing by while I go pick up the little brother because he's doing a soccer practice today for the very first time. So I have to go pick up all that crap. So I'm going to look for the VCR and see if I can find something for you guys. Well. Maybe we'll we'll listen a little Vicky on another episode. But kind of speaking of like blasts from the past, I just want to bring up that I saw the Barbie movie. Oh, yes. And um, back in the day, I actually had a lot of Barbie dolls and I would play with them normally. And then one day, Joey taught me how to rip the heads off of my Barbies. Oh, yeah, see, worst. I didn't teach her to talk, but I did tell her how to do this. Okay, yes. so, so this comes up a lot on the show. And and BJ never gives the backstory. So I'm actually really interested. Joe's the culprit. Joe here. is the culprit. culprit. He's the culprit. But I think to his surprise, instead of me getting really upset, I joined him because I probably was like, wow, the head comes off. That's so cool. So one day, literally all of my Barbies were headless. (laughs) Probably traumatizing for our parents to just walk into our playroom and then all the headless Barbies are just chilling. Um, Yeah, but then I would always keep the heads and I would gift them to my father for like Christmas or Uh... Father's Day. That is weird. Makes sense now. (laughs) I didn't suggest that. I only, yeah. That is weird. Hey, I don't know. They were still pretty. They still, it was just the head. I, would it be weirder if I gave them the body? Yeah. I, I mean, both are weird. It's, yeah, it's kind of all weird there. Okay, I think the head's a little less weird. Uh, I think Sarah has the capacity to kill. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Uh, but, but seeing the movie, it was totally like, oh my gosh, this is a blast from the past. Like, first of all, what the heck is a Barbie gonna, movie going to be about, right? I didn't get dragged to it, but kind of got dragged to it with a group of friends. I was like, this is fun. I like dressing up in pink and you know, being a Barbie girl. Um, And it was actually amazing. The movie was so much more deep than I thought. And Ryan Gosling is my man. So, and he killed it. 
But yeah, I mean, that was so cool. Are, are there any other things that you guys like wish would come back as a movie that was your childhood or mm-hmm. anything that you're like, wow, I really wish they had that toy I still played with? Fun fact, uh, Mattel, with the success of Barbie, has announced that they're going to be doing a Polly Pocket movie. Oh, with what? With Lily Collins. And there's another movie they're going to do as well. Was that your Was that your thing, uh, the Polly Pocket, oh, Vicky? Oh, I loved Polly Pockets. But then after a few weeks, you lose all the pieces. So now you just have the little... Yeah, the little, the little shell. compact shell. <laughs> yeah, because they were very tiny. Yeah, so I don't know why they gave them to us. Like, I'm surprised I didn't swallow them. I... Yeah, it's a little dangerous. Joe, did you ever have what was your like go to toy when you were uh, when you were young young Joe Beanie? Well, <laughs> I had a bunch of Pokemon cards and the little uh, Pog yes. are the, the Pogs, those Pog? little coins. Oh yeah, Pog. I had I had thousands Whoa, of Pogs. I, I think yeah. I still have them somewhere. Those I forgot my, about that until yeah. right now. Those are my two things that I really collected back when but I never like toys I was ever too attached to, like no G.I. Joe's or anything like that. Mine was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, nice. and I'm so happy. First off, I know that they're coming out with the new movie, and it's it's actually getting pretty good critical yeah, reviews. Yeah, it's really good. Which is, it's you know, I, I can't I can't usually get into cartoons. I used to love the old ones, which did not get great critic reviews, but just mm-hmm. the ones, the Secret of the U's, and the I, I can't just the the live action ones. Oh, okay. Oh, like when we were kids in the '90s, and I it just makes me happy that they've kept Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like relevant like all these years. And so many kids still love them and oh, watch. Yeah. Them them and play with them and see the movies and I don't know if they watch the shows. Are there even shows? Oh still? yeah, there was a there was a show for a minute. Yeah, there um, video games and yeah. all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh yeah. So are you still going to see the movie even though you're kind of on the fence about it? You see, I say that right, and I haven't watched an actual. I I think I did. I have one on DVD, and I think I watched it one time. Like, and this was from like probably 2012 or something like that because they revive them every few years. But since this one's getting big, and I think Vicky told me that they're actually having like kid voice actors do it mm-hmm. this time. So I might. I might. That's yeah. not high on my priority list, but I definitely want to go back to my mom's house like next time I'm in Albuquerque and see if I can find all my old uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja doll- dolls, toys, oh. like action figures. Sorry. Your mom still would have them for oh, you. Oh, she has everything from when I, we, I... Last time I was there, I found a robot from what, that I got when I was three years old oh. that still worked, mm. by the way. Oh. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. So okay. how does Lily feel about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Not Oh, she doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I never really cared either. Joey was a huge fan of them. That's right. What was your favorite turtle, Dini? Oh, Michelangelo, of course. Oh, he wears orange man. and he eats pizza. Yep. He, he <laughs> and he skateboards. It. Was that your favorite too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you love the Power Rangers. Problem is I, switched so, I'm a, I swapped so much on the turtles, though, depending on what color I liked at the time. I did Michelangelo for a while because he was purple. <laughs> was, wait, I who, didn't even know. Don, Donatello. Donatello. Wait, who, well, Michelangelo was red, right? No, Michelangelo's orange. orange. That's what I just. Oh, that's what you said. <laughs> wow. wow. Joey's oh. a poser. Man, I don't remember. Raphael was red. I remember that. Raph was red. He was always in a bad mood, and he was the one that would always like run away when he'd get angry. Donatello was the purple one. He was kind of like the like the unspoken leader ish. He was like the smart one. That's oh. so it makes sense why Joe would like him. And then Leonardo. <laughs> what it? Leonardo was the blue one, and he was kind of oh. more of like the one that was like. More, uh, actually, I would say Leonardo's like the leader, but then like Donatello was like the scientific one. Oh man, all of that went totally over my head. You're welcome. I was just a Barney girl, so. Oh, jeez. Which actually is another movie they have announced, Mattel. Which I'm kind of... Uh, it's not going to be a movie about Barney. It's going to be something more existential or whatever. Yeah, which I feel like maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get that one. It's like on demand or something, you know? Uh, I know that they're also doing a Hot Wheels one. 
which I need to bring up as well. Side note, if you guys haven't seen it, let me know. Or if you have, let me know the Twisted Metal series on Peacock. I really want to see it with Anthony Mackie. Oh, I've saw. I've, is that already out? Yes. Oh, it's wow. It's on Peacock, so I'm excited. But apparently they're going to be doing one with like Masters of the Universe, which makes sense because they've been doing a few of those recently. The American Girl Dolls. So I'm wondering if that's going to be along wow. the same lines or if they're going to make that more of a kid version. I wish they'd make that into a horror. Like a horror. <laughs> like we kind of, BJ kind of talked about it, how they have already have it. Annabelle and then that other one, mm-hmm. Megan or Re- Megan. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I wish they would just do like an American doll, like for it, adults. It, that'd be awesome. But it's just so pure of like a property that I don't think they would actually. It's probably going to be like Taylor double. Swift playing it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The American actually, Girl yes. doll. Uh, that wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. Barney, Polly Pocket, was it Hot Wheels? Rock'em Sock'em Robots, which. Oh my goodness. I guess. How can we make a movie about that? Team Red, Team Blue, uh, get Rocky in there. I don't know. Get Kevin Hart to play one and The Rock to play the other, and it's just a fighting movie. Uh, Apparently, they're doing a magic eight ball from the writer of Cocaine Bear, so I'm kind of assuming it's going to be... I immediately See, thought of Jumanji. Magic 8-Ball would be a cool one. Lily's obsessed with her Magic 8-Ball. Really? Yeah, she got one for in her stocking for Christmas one year, and she carries that thing around everywhere with her. I'm like, why? She just asks random questions to it every yeah, day? Yeah, she's caught, but see, this is where I'm going with this. So so they should make like almost like, not a scary movie, but like a, a scary movie for kids almost, like Goosebumps or something, uh-huh. around the Magic 8-Ball, because Lily's like super into like witchcraft, and so if they would like do like a bunch of kids, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, intrigued but also a little frightened well, she'll, she'll carry it around and ask questions she likes tarot cards and all that kind Ooh. of stuff so it's like I feel like for like girls like her if they did like a movie of like a coven who like found a magic eight ball it could be a whole thing but then would it be like they would die or no I said like, for kids Sarah well I, don't, I mean I don't know like, like Jumanji or something Oh, okay. So you know what I mean? Like, but instead of like finding the Jumanji game, they find a magic eight ball, and it's like a whole thing. Okay, so no death. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um, really quick, I do want to um just touch base on what you and Joey D's are doing tonight, because it's a little blast from the past. Since we're talking about that with all like the bands we used to listen to, maybe I hear someone's performing today. You have a shirt, Danny, already. Speaking of nostalgia, it's the Offspring, Simple what? Plan, and Some Forty One playing tonight. Wow, yes. on a Tuesday night. Yeah, so by the time the listeners listen to this, we will already have been to the show. But I'm I'm just so excited. Offspring is my favorite band of all time, and I just cannot wait to go see them again. When's the last time you saw them? Oh, that's a great question that I mm. wish I would have prepared for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have things you are. You could say five to ten years, or has it been like a year or two? No, I think it's been. I think, I think it was pre-COVID for sure. Okay, so you're like you're ready. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go see them. I think I can't remember the last time I went to go see them. That's, oh, I'm so sorry. It's bothering me now, but yeah, no, they've they've come to White River a few times, and then I saw them at Warp Tour, and I'm trying to th- remember if Warp Tour four years ago might have been the last time I saw wow. them. But yeah, I mean, I make they've always been such a good plan. And then like the way that my my buddy Gavin put this was just like this tour is made for Danny. It's three of my favorite because some forty one favorite like one of my favorite bands since I was like top five since I was like in uh, high school. Same with Simple Plan. I remember wow. and I, Offspring too. Top five. Offspring is number one. Number one band of all time? Of all time, yeah. Whoa, yeah, yeah. you're an offspring hoe. Oh, yeah. Every yes. single every single song I know, you'll see me lose my mind in the pit tonight, Joe. Oh, Joe, you got to take video. Okay. 
I'm on it. <laughs> and then, simple, yeah, Simple Plan, I remember, th- they're so old. They're so old <laughs> that I remember discovering Simple Plan when we didn't have internet because I was in eighth grade and my mom wow. refused to get internet. So she used to take me to the library to use the public internet. Aww. And I got an email and it was like, check out this new band called Simple Plan on, mm-hmm. and this was pre-MySpace, it was like on Friendster or something oh. like that. And I remember just like clicking on the thing and it started playing their song and I was like, I'm just, uh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is the best ever. Thanks, mom, for taking me here. Yeah. And Joe just loves all of the bands too. And he's just my emo night partner. So at this point, I feel like, do you do you have one that you're so excited for tonight, Joe? Some 41 definitely is the most excited I, I'll be for it. Yeah, because mo- most jumping for me. I know most of the songs, I think. Uh, I was never a huge Simple Plan fan or Offspring fan. Like, I just, like, I knew their songs, but I didn't know until I really started going to emo nights with Danny. But Some 41 I grew up with, so I know a lot of what they're going to play. But I got to admit, it's so funny because when Danny first asked me, he just comes in with a smirk on his face and he goes, what are you doing Tuesday night? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in bed sleeping. And he's like, no, you're not. And then I immediately was like, nah, I'm not going to go. And what was about two minutes later, I was like, I'm like 50-50 now. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go. Literally two minutes later. And then one minute later, I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to go. I put it in my calendar. Wow. Well, and especially because Sum 41 is one of those bands that they were probably the best live show I've ever seen. Wow, really? That's yeah. amazing. One of the uh, I've seen them a few times, but like especially Warp Tour 2010 and I mean uh, granted that was 13 years ago now, Jesus. Uh but they put on such and they have you usually had like such a good light show going and everything. It was just insane. So, I'm excited for you to see them. Yeah, and this is odd because normally when we show up to Right Right River it's for the main stage, like the 9 o'clock performance. So, it's going to be weird to have to get there early to see all the bands yeah, and be- stay for the whole show. Ooh. Yeah, because I mean if it's three main bands that you want to see all of them, you guys have to get there super early. And we have to stay for the whole thing. And if anyone knows who's been to White White River, leaving White River Amphitheater after the main the oh. main uh, uh, artist goes on, oh, that can get backed up. Ugh. So are you guys just like going to drive straight to work after the show? That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to sleep in the couch in the office. Oh, God. You guys are going to be feeling rough tomorrow. Bumpy. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially, Joe, if you're getting audio and video of Danny in the pit, that means you have to be in the pit. That's true. I know. I. Oh, God. <laughs> Joe, I can't picture you in a pit. Well, you know, when we were in a pain in the grass a couple years ago, I got coerced into coming into the pit and Danny left me and then one of our great friends came up behind me Ian and was like hey man I know where Danny is and he's like I'm like oh awesome so I'm following him and then without me even realizing it, he pushes me into the (laughs) circle of the pit and I just like a bumper carting getting shoved around all these people like an awkward giraffe like I don't know where to go flailing aimlessly and I literally as I get knocked out of it right next to Danny on the other side yeah I was there I mean he didn't lie yeah Ian Ian helped you out actually he was laughing the whole time I saw him on the other side (laughs) I honestly would probably laugh hysterically to see you in a pit so I'm so big and flimsy (laughs) so floppy I was gonna say being big in a pit sounds great like nobody's ever let me go into the pit when I wanted to go I feel like now I'm a little too old for it uh, without a helmet you. you're you're an independent woman girl you do what you want i my thing is i get headaches really easily so i can picture someone just hitting me with their elbow and just pff, okay i'm out for the rest of the night bye nope. you still haven't crowd surfed yet either right no. isn't that one on your bucket list yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> still haven't gotten to do that i saw uh speaking of crowd surfing i saw a video from a Slipknot show recently <laughs> and a, a kid he was probably no more than like five was wearing like a Slipknot Corey Taylor like mask uh, with a mohawk. And then he had like one of the mini jumpsuits. So his dad 
jumped on the crowd to crowd surf and then they put the kid on top of him so oh. he was literally literally surfing his dad to the front of the stage that's so cool i was like man that's awesome we could do that with joey and vicky joey you could be ah. the dad and then vicky could just hop on top yeah, that would go great um out of context that that last sentence was kind of <laughs> i meant all the things you're thinking of. oh god <laughs> So, you're welcome. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for going down memory lane. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for all of us. Was it fun? Yes. Okay. It was amazing. I had a great time. Vicky, what's our Instagram so people can get a hold of us? Show after the show pod. Woo! Thanks. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show after the show podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Rock Rock on. on.